Hi, everybody. I'm Mike Hancock, the chairman of the Circle of Excellence group of companies. And today we're going to be hearing from Tariq Mohammed. And I've known Tariq for, I guess, a couple of years now. And uh, I have to say, Tariq, you've, uh, you've really migrated well. And I love the new look with the longer hair than, uh, than the last time I saw you. And also, also the beard, which is, uh, which is looking great. Now, Tariq is uh, originally born in Afghanistan. He's living in Europe at the moment. And Tarek, before we get uh, going, I really just wanted to acknowledge you and uh, your countrymen from our global communities around the world for everything that's been going on in Afghanistan that's been in the news over the last couple of months. And I know that you've got uh, a lot of friends, family and uh, loved ones there. And, you know, you've been working really, really hard to get the Professional Speakers Association of Afghanistan up and running as well, um, which, of course, you know, is probably on the back burner for the foreseeable future. So I just wanted to acknowledge that uh, firstly before we get underway. Thank so, you so much. No problem. Today we're going to talk about listening with Tarek, and I think it's going to be a fun session. He's got a presentation he wants to share with us. So uh, over to you, Tarek, and uh, welcome. Thank you so much. Thank you everyone for joining. Uh, I hope you had a good weekend. Today, as my good friend Mike said, you are going to talk about uh, listening. It is very nice to hear about listening, not to talk about it. So I'm very, very open and I want your feedback. And I hope one day if you're going to talk about listening, I really love to join and listen. Because we all know that listening is an active process that's happening in our brain, in our mind, not with hearing. We, we all know the basic difference of listening and hearing. So today we are going to talk about five important questions covering the subject. Why? Why I'm listening? Like our focus is on the, our job environment and the long speeches, 45 minutes or one hour speeches. Why we are listening, what we are listening, how we are listening, and whom we are listening to. And at the end, we have another one, when to listen. It's also important to know when to listen. So we saw with the why to listen. We have we, each of us. We have a, as an individual. We have why. We have a why in our our self and our life and our existence, our our family and our work. We have a, like motivation. If this why is close to the speaker why, so you get your target in a shorter time. So the speaker has also a why. He might be a very good researcher. He might be a very, very, very good writer. So he write research and go to the uh, understanding, which is might be one level higher than what you have. So if your why is close to the speaker why, so you will get your value in a shorter time or you will get your progress and you will get your development in a shorter time. Because the content and the subject that the speaker is bringing up to you, it will be related to your, uh, your job or to your professional progress or to your goal that you are searching for your life right now. 
And your why should be also consider the, the question that you have, uh, should be considered the, the questions that they are in the content of the speaker are giving to you. And what to listen, we are also going to talk about a little bit about what to listen. And now we are going to talk about the content. If you're going to develop ourselves, example, like for many, many years, like five, five years or six years, we choose a content. Like if we are a psychology uh, researcher, we research our subject and uh, there should be a unity in the subject. The root can be like in the different, different places. You can research and you can listen and about different, different subject, but it, the research should be closer to your why. Like imagine if you are a psychology student and you want to study psychology and you want to help your client at another level, it's good to not listen to maybe economic speakers that they are speaking about economics if you're going to really focus on the subject. And also it is uh, very important to avoid multiplicity, to avoid uh, from going from one tree to another tree, going from uh, one, one speakers to another speakers. If you find your speakers, follow it, because it is very good uh, to search for a good speakers and listen to that speakers rather to listen to many, many different speakers in a low level. So you find your speakers, you find your symbol, you find the person who you really get the feeling that you wanna give back. You really get the feeling, you really get the motivation and also you really get the information and you have a good mutual understanding. So when you choose your speaker, you follow it and you focus on the content. And it should, uh, we should avoid, as I said, uh, multiplicity. And how to remember a speech as we are uh, talking right now, we are talking like that uh, our focus is on the longest speeches, 45 minutes to one hour speeches. We are attending one hour speeches, especially in our Zoom meetings or especially in some conferences that we are in the meeting, but we are not in the meeting. We are uh, physically in the meeting, like uh, I read a book, like I have the book and my body gesture showing that I have a book and my eyes are looking to the world, but really I'm not getting anything from it. It just is uh, like getting visual light in my eyes. So it looks that I'm listening, but I'm not listening. So how to remember it? Maybe uh, I want to just uh, focus on, uh, I, I want to just focus on some points that how to remember it, but maybe you will talk also about uh, how to, okay, I'll come, I will get back to that one, but just how to remember a long subject. It is very important that you think about uh, what is the speaker is going to say? So this you have in your brain, what is the speaker is going to say? What he is saying and what he said, 
like this three question, what he is going to say, what he is saying, what he said. And if you come with the answer, with some paragraph, some writing, some notes, so you will uh, remember the subject for a longer time. We know all that uh, the normal people would remember a conference that they're attending is like 60%, 70% they lose whatever they hear and like after six weeks, like it is a very like very high number. So people forgot and we also forget what we are listening. So it's a good when we are listening to some speeches or conferences, we write it down, we take notes. If you don't take notes, you will just lose everything. And a good listener think about the speech as a treasure, as a gold, like searching for like some sentences somewhere, like to just get it, to put it in the puzzle, and process it in his mind and give it out. A good listener is a person who don't uh, say like, uh, okay, stop, I don't wanna listen to a person. When a person is talking, he give them uh, the freedom like to talk. Okay, if as a friend, if as a family, if, uh, if it is a, a boss, if the boss is giving feedback, he is, uh, giving with his body language, with his hearing, with his uh, visual, uh, visual gesture that I am interested to you. So maybe some part is very, very, very important that you don't know. So for me, when my life was always like this, that I let people talk to me. I let them talk to me and let them like to, um, uh, give me advice and give me feedbacks as much as they can. I haven't said to them, okay, no, like this point is like, I know, okay, yes, I know. Um, there's no need to talk about this thing more. So I, after like maybe two minutes, three minutes, I got a little bit more insights that, okay, I didn't understand this point. So it's a good uh, that we give more opportunity to the people who are talking to us so that they give uh, as more information. If we stop somewhere, like uh, uh, some, uh, some discussion, or like it can be social discussion, we can maybe avoid getting more benefits in the future for him. And uh, whom to listen? We have talked a little bit about the speaker, but the speakers that we are listening to, those speakers, should have uh, the minimum criteria, like the minimum uh, uh, criteria that a person has, has. Like uh, the truth, a person should be like the minimum truthful, being honest, because we know that when we take information, when we, get, when we have information for listening, we process them, we process those information and we think upon them. And the minimum of information should be the truth and the honesty and the loyalty, like the speaker should be loyal. We should think always that a public speaker can be also a person who is not loyal, like it's not, uh, it doesn't matter if like uh, some people are like listening to him, we should do our own research for our own speaker, if he is telling the truth or not. And also, when we are going to listen to the speaker, we should uh, 
See if he have the right education, the right uh, to building like education. Some Swedish word are coming. Like I've been like for in Sweden for like more than ten years. So Swedish word it comes to my like my brain sometimes. But I translated. The education is very important. Like. Uh, if you are going to uh, do uh, to listen for a long speech, and we have already passed that education, we have that uh, building, we have that education. It's nicer to find a speaker which has a higher education to give us more insight and more more uh, point of view on our topic. I have some list of here that we can also have in our brain. It can be like 100, it can be like 80 things that we should keep in our, our mind. That uh, I just write like a couple of keys that uh, how, uh, how to listen, but maybe it's just only a key that for you that you can come with your question or you can come with uh, more insights that we can learn from each other more. So how to listen, it's very important that uh, when we are listening, we know how to listen. Some small tips is uh, nice that uh, we should have in our brain. We shouldn't listen when you're bored. It's, uh, maybe it's just a repetition of all what you have in your brain, but uh, uh, it's uh, good to repeat those points and get some more new points out of it. When we shouldn't listen when we are tired, when we are angry, and we can't listen to the two message in the same time. Like imagine if you are in the, uh, my friends are, most of them are working as a TV director or photographer or like TV presenters in Afghanistan. And uh, I have seen also uh, lots of people when they are hearing uh, from Mike, from the uh, directors to, uh, there is a live show and they're hearing something from the director and they are having also a person they're talking to. So they lose the focus. It is very hard to listen to the two direction in the same time. So if we are focusing on the subject that we are going to increase our value, we are going to increase our knowledge, maybe we are going to make our website looks good, like it looks better. So when we are attending that conference, so we can turn off the other sounds or like maybe we have a better place like to listen to it. We should always, um, Listen in a good time, in a right time. Timing is a very important. Imagine uh, I am. I need something to listen when I'm 18 years old or like 20 years old. Uh, I listen to it. I get a good education. I pick up a good subject. I go to good university. I get a good degree. Then I go to. I'm having a good future. But if I was hearing that speech or that uh, 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 that point of view when I was 18 at 12 years old. So it was not so much beneficial for me as I, I was 18. We are also have same thing, I think, in the same life situation, something we will understand it later on, uh, something we should understand it right now. So it is very good to uh, focus on what we need to listen right now and uh, what we, need to motivate ourselves with it right now.
And also, we, uh, as I said, we should give the opportunity to the speaker to talk with us, if it is a family member, if it is a friend, if it is a colleague, if it is a, a boss, as much as they wanted to. But we have always a right to say, OK, I don't want to listen right now. If a speaker is a good speaker, he will respect you. Oh, I say, OK, thank you so much. And he said, you don't want to listen. Oh, I got so relieved, like, because I prepared something. I just had, like, pressure on me. Or like, now you don't want to listen. I respect you because you said the respectful. I know you, you know me. You are tired. You are not in the mood. Like you said, I don't want to listen. I respect you. But we should say in a respectful mood in a respectful way to a person which we are not going to listen to it. It save your time. It save uh, his time. And uh, like, I, I think it's a good, the tips for like people who are like tired, like don't listen in that mood. Say, okay, I'm tired. I don't want to listen right now to a conversation, a social, even a social conversation. Because in a social conversation, we also put our brain, our mind, and it should be uh, giving and taking. It should be a process. It, the uh, happiness, sadness, all the gesture should be in your face. So you can say, I'm tired right now. I cannot handle it. And I cannot listen to you. And uh, yes, and we are going to talk about job interview, listening into the job interview. Uh, as I said in the beginning, uh, that uh, if uh, we have a job interview, listening is very important. Uh, we said our focus will be job interviews and long-term spe long speeches. So right now we are going to talk about job interview. What benefits do I take when I have a job interviews? Uh, when I listen only. Uh, so we know that if a person is uh, willing to talk, he is more interested to you. Like he wants you to understand more about him, about his life, about his character, about his company, uh, especially in the job interview, when the boss is saying more to you, or like the one who is uh, taking the interview is explaining. So he wants you to take your attention. He wants you to know more about the opportunity that you are having. We know that the interviews are like uh, more or questions. There are so many questions that the interview taker are just only asking and take questions for you and ask, uh, take questions just asking you, but you are the person and the right uh, focus center that you should talk and you should talk and you should talk and you should talk. The, it can be like four or five people, like they are asking only one question, like, uh, like tell me more about yourself. So it is like maybe 10 to 15 seconds, but you should talk like four to five or like three to four minutes, or sometimes like longer or shorter. If we cover all the parts that you're talking and the people who are asking you question and collect and uh, summarize them, the moments that you are talking is much more higher, and a 45 minutes interview or one hour discussion, the moment that a person is getting uh, talking is much more higher. It could be like two, three more times, 15 minutes to like half an hour. 
if you could do such a thing that you convert these two with each other, like you give them uh, 15 minutes to talk and you give only 15 minutes, less, less minutes to talk or make it equal, like half an hour you and half an hour me, you come with your question, the interviewer understand that you are taking the part and you are active, you are taking the conversation, you are asking the questions and dividing the time makes the time easier and it makes you have less pressure on your shoulder because when you're answering, we know when you're answering, our stress uh, hormone will go high, our um, our blood pressure will go high. And especially in the job interviews, when you are like talking, you are like, you. there's a, like two type of job interview. One is like you have a job and you go, the another one is you don't have a job and you go to the job interviews. Like when you have a job is like kind of okay, but you don't have a job is like a super stressful. Like you have a lot of stress. So the real, the, um, uh, uh, the chance that you make mistake goes higher. So it is better to uh, show with your face gesture that you are interested to the listening and it can't be possible if you're really interested to the listening. So when we are going to the job interview, we should be like, I go like to the jobs that I really like it. Like I'm interested to it, that they see that my face gesture is willing to listen more. So they start talking and they keep talking and they keep talking and they keep talking. So it is important that uh, when we are listening and we are having in the conversation with our family member and the social conversation that uh, it's a very important, I repeat it again, that our visible gesture, like the sadness, the happiness, the, the being interested like face shows up to one who is speaking to us, like not head down is absolutely not Correct, like I saw some people that their head is down and they are just like uh, accepting what you're saying and they might think, they might listen, but the eye contact is not on the right time. It's, uh, the eye contact should be when we are listening to a good speaker or where we are in a conversation. Uh, the benefit of good listening was one was the interview, the another one is making trust. So when you're a good listener, good listener always put the stuff on the action. If you listen to the something and if it is useful, you take it to another step and to another level, which is the action and you do it. And you do the right action. Uh, a good listener, people trust more on him uh, because uh, you know that, like you have maybe in your family a member or you have even seen or maybe one of us is like introverted person like is like not willing to talk so much but willing to listen more uh, people trust more to to the people who are introverted like people who are willing to sacrifice their will for another people even uh, small things so listening to the family members, to the colleagues, to the schools, to the university environment, to the other people, that makes that other people trust you more. And also you make more friends because people tend to come to you and they want to share more opportunity, insight, wisdom, 
Okay, but difficulties, yes, absolutely. If someone comes to talk to me about his difficulties and 100%, uh, we shouldn't be like, okay, if we get close to the people or if we be a good listener, okay, I listen, they're coming with the difficulties and I don't, we should be like appreciated that we are having a chance to be a good or like a positive uh, role to a person's life. So even for good leader, if a person want to be a good leader, listening is a very important. I remember I was uh, always uh, uh, thinking and writing that the leader should uh, listen first and to talk. We changed our boss in one of our, like in our uh, uh, hospitals. And he was a very good boss. He was one of the famous boss in the, like, uh, in that uh, environment that you're working when he entered, uh, like in the first days, like he always was listening. So that's why that, uh, uh, that, we had a lot of progress in that company and that environment after a while because of Jesse was listening. So as a leader, if you are having a leadership role, if you are taking care of some people, uh, you really listen to them. Because uh, when you listen to them, when you listen to your employees, you know them better. When you know them better, you can just give them more or less uh, like work opportunities uh, or like um, you know them, the abilities and their skills. So you, when you have something urgent and when you have something uh, with that expert can do it, you, you ask them to do it. And uh, and in the cell, we all know if you listen, we make more cell. So a good listener is a person in the cell who is really, really looking on what the, the customer need is. Go about it, uh, search it, find it, talk to customer and ask the proper and the right question to take the deal to next stake, to the next step. And uh, a good uh, seller, I think, is a person who is a good listener. I started selling when I was six years old, uh, when uh, it was uh, it was on the street. I was shouting, and I was remembering still that I was selling chewing gums and uh, cake, like the biscuit, when I was six years old, and. The, up to the time when I was 12 years old, we had like a big storage with like three, four people working for us. And that time I remember that my success was because of more listening. So I think a good listener is a person who is, a good seller is a person who listen good. Uh, and uh, I have a, a meditation tip. Also for everyone that we can do like maybe a daily basis or like weekly basis that uh, increase our level of uh, understanding of what we are listening. Uh, I got it in India. I was in India for uh, four years. I was in Goa studying. I got it there. And um, my teacher was telling me that you should uh, have a tree estate. Like the first is packed, 
the second one is like uh, following up the pack. And the third one is uh, uh, a conclusion that you have kept the deal on the pack. Like you, the first one is you pack yourself that whatever you listen today, when you're sleeping and when you're uh, like late in the week, you write it down or whatever, like daily basis you were saying to me, I did even daily basis, or to whom, to which people you have listened today, make a note, like, okay, 10 people, 12 people, 30, we can listen to like hundreds or thousands of people a day. It's like an amount that we can remember and we can write it down. We write it down. Okay, I listen to this person, this person, this person, this person, and what they say. And if you have a question or not, and tomorrow follow up the list and add the new people. So you will find out how many people you're listening to it and what their level of education is. You can make it even now, uh, and in my book, I explain it how you can make it in Excel. Like you make it an Excel format, an Excel sheet, like how many people I'm listening to it, what time I have list I put in it, well, this time uh, gave me the enough energy motivation to reach my value. Well, this time is uh, enough or less. And at the end, you make a nice graph from what you have listened, what you have, uh, the points that you have learned, because we know that each speech with 45 minutes you're listening, at least we should have three, four, or five take away. So all the takeaways as a number, you can make a numeratic number, an excellent, and you have a graph for your future following up about how you're listening on a daily basis. So thank you so much. That was my half an hour keynote speech. And here we can have more questions and answers or Great, Tarek. That's thank you so much. There's some really good insights in there, and the, the chat's been quite vibrant while you've been talking as well with us throwing things uh, around there, plus having um, a little bit of fun. Thanks, thanks for that, Paul and Matthew. Um, I'm interested to see from everybody here, whilst we're going into questions, if you can go to the chat and write down one of the top one or two things that you listened to when Tariq was speaking that um, you heard that are useful for you. So go and do that in, in the chat. And, uh, and then I'm going to actually, I'm gonna fire off a question, uh, Tariq, for you. And I'm just gonna to have to go back through my chat. Oh, I, I know I wanna pick up one, one thing that you said. I've got a couple of things I want to pick up with you, but you talked about, <laughs> Um, you talked about the fact of being uh, following a speaker and sort of not everybody. So when you get somebody that's resonating with you to literally start following that person and um, not following everybody, I, I actually call it the zigzag. And I think it's, it's a problem for most people is because what they do is that they... They listen to one person, then they move on and they listen to the next person. I'll just, I'm going to unplug this headset because I'm getting some background noise. And then they move on and listen to the third person. They get three different messages and they're confused. Whereas if they just take that one person and they dig deep into them, like, you know, some people just love Tony Robbins. Some people love Stephen Covey. Some people love whoever. And I love that you made that, that point. Um, 
What would you suggest people do to find the person or the people that they want to listen to? Yes, good question. Uh, I think putting the time to find a speaker is very important. It's, uh, uh, I have heard somewhere, someplace, that if you put the half of your life searching for a teacher, then you find your teacher, the rest of your life, you are having a benefit. Like imagine that uh, we are listening to the wrong speaker. So it's a very, very, very important that we find a good speaker. The first thing a person should do is do research. Like now we are having internet. We can research about that person. Uh, we can uh, see his LinkedIn profile. We can read his books, like uh, if you are going to really invest our time, uh, really read his books. And uh, so I think that's, uh, that's a good way to find a speaker to get inside about what he is going to tell me to read his books. And also with while reading the books, we get more questions and we get more uh, more knowledge about him. Absolutely. Um, I love to, I'll pick, I'm going to pick up here from Chantel before I ask my next question. She said she does a, a lot of interview coaching as a career coach. And Tarek, you reminded her of the importance of coaching your clients to get the interviewer to talk. And I think this is often the case, um, you know, particularly in sales, you know, you don't make sales by talking, you make sales by listening. I love that you said that. So when you get somebody who's not talking, you have to encourage them to, to talk. Um, I also wanted to sort of reinforce one of the things that you said as well. And one of the things you said was that, now is not necessarily the right time to listen. And what that means, and I'll give you a very specific example. My ex-business partner, you know, we'd run one day or two day workshops together. And at the end of the workshop, the minute we packed up the room, he said, okay, can I give you some feedback on the day? My answer would be no, under no circumstances am I gonna take feedback now. Because I'm in my high, I'm coming down from the adrenaline of presenting, et cetera, et cetera. I don't want him telling me everything I've done wrong, <laughs> you know. So I actually got it to a point whereby the next morning at breakfast, I'd say, okay, I'm ready for your feedback now. So he'd, he'd actually get to a point where he knew me so well, he'd actually say, are you ready for the feedback now? And I'd say, not yet. Then another couple of hours ago, you ready now? No. Then another couple of hours and I'd say, yes. But that actually served me so much better because I was able to take on the feedback from a more neutral stance, whereas I would have come at it from a charged energy. And I think your point that you made is that sometimes, particularly um, in business relationships, in spousal relationships, et cetera, now is not the right time to listen. So do you have any further comments by that before I go to the chat or to go to questions? Yes, that was uh, that was the same. Yes, now sometimes we just should just 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 tell to the person that yes, later on, later on we can talk about that. Exactly. Um, got some good things in the chat uh, here, Tarek. Elmery Elmery saying that uh, asking questions during an interview can balance with your listening and body language is important as well. And body language is important because. 
you know, you don't want to be talking as you, you are there and I'm listening to you like this. Because <laughs> that's going to be a sign of disrespect and you're, you're going to know what I'm thinking. So I love that. That's well done. Mary, uh, Mary says, taking notes, which I always do, and intuition, I hear what isn't said. And that's so true as well. So do you have any um, do you have any comment, Tariq, on the non-verbal communication, listening to the non-verbal communication? Yes, absolutely. Uh, body language play a very important role. Like we can listen to our body language, we can motivate a person with our body language, we can just disrespect a person with our body language. When we are in a meeting, when we are, uh, we can just delete all the people who are in the meeting and only we can have a conversation, a meaningful conversation, meaningful conversation with one person. It's a very important, eye contact is very important. And also it's important that when you are listening, as we said, that the listening is an active process that which is happening in our brain can generate feelings. It generates happiness, it generates sadness, it generates like uh, all other feelings that the speaker need to see in your face because the speaker knows those feelings and while talking, try to pass those feelings to you. And in that moment, if you're uh, only trying to show it with your body language, not presence with your mind, then, th then that's not a good sign for the, the speaker. So body language, uh, I think body language don't happen unless and you are really into it. It shows in your face that you're interested. It shows in your eyes that you're interested. You can't speak eyes. Like we can't pick like, uh, so it's easier to listen to a person than pick it out, be interested and be in that moment. So being like good listener is much more being on that moment. Yes, I agree with what you say. Uh, I like this question from Matthew. Are the benefits of being a bad listener? If so, what could they be? What, what, sorry. Can you repeat the answer, a question? Are there benefits of being a bad listener? And if so, what? The benefit of being bad listener. We have, we can save lots of time. Okay, I don't have time. Uh, like I, people say that you're a bad listener, so they don't talk to you. A bad listener is a person who don't keep secret also. We can say that. Uh, people point that he's a bad listener. Don't talk to him. And the society means that he don't keep secret. He's a bad listener. He is like he's not putting it in action. You're wasting your time. But we have uh, like benefit for our individual as a bad listener. If a person be a bad listener, he saves time. People don't talk to him. Can be a profit. It can be like advantage for that person who's a bad listener. And uh, time is gold. Yeah, good. Um, does anybody have any questions that they would like to ask Tarek? Uh, you can put up your hand and some of you I can see. If not, uh, uh, throw your hand up because I don't want to monopolize all the time here. Um, he has to go at about 10 to the hour. So um, we want to make sure that we use this. Um, Elry, whilst, whilst we're waiting for questions, you're saying good listening allows us to demonstrate that we're paying attention to the thoughts, feelings and behaviors of the other person in other words, seeing the world through their eyes, which is empathy. I, I really enjoy that. I like that. 
Um, Tarek, I have, an, I have another question while people are thinking if they, if they have questions or, or not. Out of all of the things that you could be doing with your life, why did you choose this thing as one of the things that you stand for? Uh, because I saw that in the, in the people don't listen. It's so many people I met in my life and I got so many complaints that people are not listening. And I saw there's so many difficulties happening in the people's life, just only not listening. So just listen two or three seconds more. He explained or she explained. You shouldn't start talking in the right time and the justice, so don't stop talking. Like I had like uh, such a kind of uh, sense in my life that I saw people that they have a problems and I like uh, in the job environment. And I was a good listener, like I was an Indian and I was doing meditation and stuff. So 2018, I write the book and I start talking about the subject. So I started from 2018 actually. And this was my, one of my, uh, uh, my aim to write a book about it. Uh, and now I'm talking to, to the job environment, to the companies, to the NGOs about how we can increase our, uh, our trust by just listening and our colleagues and with the numbers and the stuff and that they like it so much. And, uh, I think listening is a very, very key factor that if we apply it, we decrease lots of tension. We decrease lots of stress and that I want to help everyone with it. And I, I think you are. I mean, I think teaching listening is probably one of the greatest skills you can give anybody. And, you know, if we could only teach the leaders of the world at the moment to listen, I think it would be great. Yes, that will be so good. Any final questions of Tariq? No. So, Tariq, I want to thank you so much for being on the call today. And I want to thank everybody for being on the call. This will be up in our usual things. Uh, Chantel saying that was superb. Thank you, Tariq. Um, thank you so much. Thank you, everyone. Next week on the call, you have uh, Lundy Jack. So look forward to, to that. And uh, everybody's saying thank you. Thank you to everybody. So great to see you all here today. Remember to be interactive and uh, we'll talk to you all very soon. Tarek, thank you so much, my friend. Thank you so much. Have a good day.